Okay, good morning everyone. It's good to be back here once again. Mukhang dito lang sa harap yung gising ah. Good morning everybody. Good morning UECP. Okay, it's great to hear all of you guys. Again, it's a great privilege for me to be uh, up here speaking and teaching to you God's Word. It's always been my pleasure and a great joy for me to teach God's Word. Today, we will continue to learn from the apostle, from Paul's epistles to the Colossians. You know, last week we started talking about this epistle and after the sermon and throughout the week actually, a few people came to me and said to me, Pastor, I learned a lot. And when I heard that, I was so happy. It filled my heart with joy. And then they said to me, they were so glad to learn about go eat pork chop. Kung yun lang yung natutunan nila, oh no. And so I prayed, I prayed that uh, that is not the only thing you guys remembered from last week's message from the book of Colossians. And so I prayed, and let me test kung uh, sinagot na ba ni Lord yung prayer ko, if you guys remember what we learned last week. So we will have a review in a form of a quiz. Ayan, kailangan handa kayo kasi minsan nagpapakwiz din kami, okay? Quiz number one, question number one, it's a true or false question. Paul planted the church in Colossae while he was in prison. True or false? Who here says true? Who here says false? May mga konting kamay? Nasanay mga iba? Hindi sure? Okay, good job. The answer is False. Paul did not plant the church in Colossae. Another person planted it. He was in prison when he wrote this letter to the church in Colossians. But he was not the one who planted this church. There was another person, a worker for the gospel as well. And that is the next question. Multiple choice tayo. Who is the person who planted the church in Colossae? Is it A, Apollos? Is it B, Epaphras? Is it C, Barnabas? Is it D, Philemon? A, B, C, or D? Wala na, nalito na. Who here says A? Taas kamay. Okay, wala. Who here says B? Okay, I can see a few hands. Who here says C? The partner of, uh, of, of um, Paul. Who here says D? Taas naman kamay. Okay, there's a few Ds there. Okay. No, the answer is B, Epaphras. Okay, he was the uh, co-worker who visited Paul in his prison time. And he was the one who reported to Paul what was happening in Colossae. And so Paul wrote this letter knowing what he had heard from Epaphras of the different issues that the church in Colossae are facing. And so now, let's have an enumeration naman on the issues on Colossae. So what are the issues plaguing the church in Colossae? Can somebody shout the answer? Mysticism. Good job. Okay, it's the belief in mystics and spiritual uh, practices. What else? Asceticism, an extreme form of self-discipline. What else? Judaism or Judaizers. Good job, okay? Uh, forcing the Jewish laws to be enforced in these Gentile Christians in Colossae. What else? Worship of angels and spirits. Good job. Some people are forcing them. It's not enough to worship God. We should pray to these angels and spirits. What else? Human philosophies. Good job. They are, the, they are forcing the church to also believe and practice and focus on this human philosophies. Okay, so far naalala, mukhang in-answer ni Lord yung prayer ko. Ha? One more thing, last one. Fill in the blanks naman. Fill in the blanks. So knowing all of these issues, Paul opened his letter to the Colossians by telling them about the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what did he tell them about who Jesus is? He's the Lord of? He's the Lord of creation and? And what? Redemption or the new creation. Good job. 
Paul opened the letter knowing that people are confused who to follow. And Paul wrote to the Colossians saying, there's only one Lord of creation. There's only one Lord of redemption and His name is Jesus Christ. Good job. Balapakan naman natin sarili natin. Okay? Okay? Good job. I'm sure some of you guys took notes kasi ang bilis nyo mag-answer. Now, today we'll be looking at chapter 2 of Colossians. And my title for today is Dan 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 Don't. Dan 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 Don't. But for you to easily remember today's message, try to say it with Beethoven's Fifth Symphony in mind. Okay? Alam nyo ba yon? Okay. If you okay, how do you say this in fifth uh, with Beethoven's Fifth Symphony in mind? Dun 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 don't. Okay, can you guys say it with me? One, two, three. Dun 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 don't. Okay, medyo umangat na pala ako dun, Okay. Now, so the reason why I gave this is so that you will easily remember what chapter two is talking about. Now, if you do this, I tell you, you will remember the whole message on chapter 2. So please, open your Bibles with me to Colossians chapter 2 and let us understand what Paul is teaching the Colossian church in terms of handling the different issues that, are, that they are facing. And bakit ba naisipan ni Pastor na ang title for today is Dun, 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 Don't. Okay. Are you guys there? Can I see a thumbs up if you guys are in Colossians chapter 2? Good job, mga nasa harap. How about sa likod? Did you guys open your Bibles already? Okay. Si Deacon Oli, ready na. Now, first, let's try to understand what the false teachers are forcing the people in Colossae to incorporate in their Christian faith. We know that mysticism, asceticism, and other things are plaguing the church. Pero ano ba talaga specifically mga pinapagawa sa kanila? And in chapter 2, okay, uh, chapter 2, Paul lists them out. What are these false teachers saying? Basically, they are saying, do, 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 don't. Okay? And again, try to say it with Beethoven's Fifth Symphony in mind. And it goes like this. Do, 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 don't. Okay, one more. Isa, sabayan nyo ako. One, two, three. Do, 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 don't. Okay, good job. Now, th- what does this mean? Basically, they are, face- they are forcing the Colossian to- believers to do what Jesus did not taught them to do. And they are also telling them, don't do to what Jesus did not prohibit them from doing. So, wala naman sinabi si Jesus, gawin nyo to, pero sinabi sa kanila, gawin nyo. And Jesus did not say, or his disciples, or the apostles say, you cannot do this, and yet, people are saying, don't do it. Kaya, do, 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 don't. Now, here in chapter 2, in Paul's letters, he mentions some of these things. Now, what are the things that the false teacher are telling them to do? That Jesus, nor the apostles, did not command them to do. First of all, the do's and the don't. You have to be circumcised. Now, that's one of the things that Judaizers are forcing the believers in Colossae. Now, the believers are in Colossae are not Jewish people. Most of them are Gentiles. They do not practice this. And so these are very foreign to them. And the apostles did not actually, Apostle Paul or pro- probably Epaphras did not command them to do this. Hindi naman kailangan yan. But yet, the Judaizers, the false teacher are telling them, no, you still have to do this. Since Christianity came from Judaism, you should also follow the Jewish practices. And not only did they force circumcision to the people, they also tell them to observe Jewish festivals, like the festivals of the booth or the new moon. Maraming festivals ang, ang Jewish, uh, ang Old Testament in, the Deutero- in Deuteronomy and Leviticus. Okay, but in the time of Jesus, they're not required anymore. And yet, the people are forcing the gentle believers of, Coloss- of Colossians to do them. Another thing is the Sabbath, which you also see in verse 16. 
Now, what's wrong with the Sabbath? Sabbath is good. Sabbath is a day of rest. Okay? And it's not as if Paul is telling them, no, you don't need to, to rest. But the Jewish practice of Sabbath is an extreme one. Okay? Bawal, ka, bawal kang tumulong ng animal. You cannot do totally no work on a Saturday. And so they're doing, instead of really resting or trusting in the Lord, which Sabbath symbolizes, they actually do this legally, in a legalistic way. Okay? And that is wrong. Again, I'm not saying Sabbath is wrong. Rest is good. God wants us to rest in Him, to trust Him. But this form of practicing Sabbath in the Colossians, in the Jewish practice, is an extreme one. Also, some of them are telling them, telling the Colossians to worship angels and spirits. Napag-usapan na natin to. And um, they were forced to submit to the elemental spirits. I'm sure you've read it in the Colossians. Two or three times Paul mentioned it. Okay, now these are the things that we are being pushed to the Colossian church. How about the don't? How about the, what are the things the false teachers are telling them, don't do this. But Jesus nor his disciples did not prohibit the church from doing. Examples of this, actually mentioned ni Paul Derecho, do not eat, do not touch, do not drink. In verse 16 and verse 21. Basically, what the, the, the false teachers are forcing the Colossian church is to do an extreme form of fasting. Do not eat. And uh, do not drink. Now, we Christians fast, uh, practice fasting as well, but for a different reason. For them, the, the, the false teachers are saying, you have to do this if you want to be more righteous. You have to do this if you want to know more about the will of God. These things. Now remember, the Colossian church, they are not a Jewish people. They're not Jewish people. They are Gentile believers in Christ. And so they do not have this understanding. And yet the, the, the false teachers are telling them also, do not touch. Do not touch. Bakit? In the Jewish laws, they cannot touch certain things because it will make them unclean. They cannot eat certain food. It might make them unclean. But sabi nga ni Jesus, do not let any, um, what has been made clean, do not prohibit it to others. I, something like that. I have to review that anyway. Now, Jesus has made all things clean already if we are in Him. So this regulation does not count anymore. And they do this, they do not teach this, by the way, not for health reason. And not for safety reason. Kasi you might ask, ano ba masama? Do not eat, do not drink. Baka pinapadiet lang nila sila. No? Or letting them uh, stay away from unhealthy food. Or do not touch. Maybe it's harmful. You know, I tell my children all the time, look but do not touch. So what's wrong with this? What's wrong is this, is that they do not teach this for health or safety reasons, but for spiritual and supernatural supernatural reasons. You know, I have, a, I have a lot of these when I was growing up as a kid. I have lots of this. You know, I, uh, uh, I love to play sungka. I mean sungka? You with shells and things like that. When I learned that, one of my aunt taught it to me and I love it. And um, I asked my, my parents if they could buy me sungka. And remember, nakatira lang ako dati sa may I was so happy to go home. I could buy my sungka, but my parents told me, Bawal. Sabi ko, bakit? And they sabi niya, kasi sunog bahay. Malas. Di ba may sunog yun? Kung nahulog ka sa my empty shell. And I was so sad. Every day I look, I go past under that bridge. I see sungka, I cannot buy it. I cannot play it. Another thing, I love ever since uh, I was young I love I love to try to fly a kite. No? I don't know how to make one. I inv- I just invent some uh, some kite and uh, I would like to fly one but my grandma says no. Bawal. Sabi niya sabi ko bakit ama bakit? Kasi lilipad ang swerte. 
No wonder I was so happy I became a Christian. You know, I, when I got to Singapore to study, I bought a big kite and I flew it. I have a 500-meter string. Ganun ako ka-excited. I felt so free. When I came to know the truth, I was free from all of these lies that was being enforced on me. You see, as I've said last week, we face this kind of pressure, these issues in our lives. Okay? Now, how did the false teachers convince the Colossian believers to submit the, in this regulation? Paano yan na-convince yung Colossian believers? The false teachers explain why. Bakit they have to do this? It's knowledge and wisdom. If you read through the whole epistle, Paul mentioned knowledge and wisdom so many times. Why? The reason is because these are the language of the false teachers. Sabi nila, you want more knowledge in knowing God? You want more wisdom? This is more wisdom. Do this and do that. But Paul says, there's only one knowledge we should increase on, and that is in Jesus Christ. They use words like fullness. Gusto mo maging buong kristyano? Sabi nila, you have to do this and to do that. But Paul says, the fullness is in Christ Jesus. They use this. They also use visions and revelations. You want some secret understanding? You want to hear from the Lord? Fast. Don't eat for a few days. And let me tell you, God will show Himself to you. He will show you new revelations. That's what they told them. They want to have new visions and revelation from the Lord. They want to hear from God. Do asceticism, extreme fasting and stuff. What else did they say? They say, you have to do this. Why? For you to have a righteous living. For you to live righteous in the eyes of God. For you to be out of sin. Para maiwas ka sa sin. But Paul actually told them at the end of chapter 2, they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Wala yan. No, brothers and sisters, beware of people who will force you to submit to authority and regulations of this world. You know, they use conventional wisdom. Sabi ni Paul, they use plausible arguments and even, you know what they use more? our lack of understanding of our own faith to convince us to do more than what Jesus has told us to do, to prohibit us from doing the things Jesus did not prohibit us from doing. They say, don't, to lead us away from following our Lord. And they might make sense. You know, I remember when uh, I, 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 so many of you guys know that my mom passed away quite early before, uh, before I graduated from college. And um, actually, my mom had a hard life because my dad passed away when I was four years old. So she was the one who raised me up. When my mom passed away, my grandmother started talking to me regarding some things that she did when he, she went to, to China. Every time she goes back to China, nagpapa fortune telling siya. My grandma. And hindi lang sarili niya pinapa-fortune telling niya. Lahat kami. And she told me, you know why your mom died early? She told me that the fortune teller told her that my mom is like a table kulang ng isang paa. And that's why she has a hard life. And she passed away early. What my grandma didn't know that when my mom passed away, she was complete. When my mom passed away, I was the one crying. She was the one happy because she, was, she felt happy because she has known the Lord. My mom was complete. All those trials that she faced, those challenges, it did not make her life miserable. All of those brought her in the feet of Jesus. Through all of the challenges that she faced, she got tired. 
And she wanted to know the only one who can save her, and that is Jesus Christ. You know, the false teachers will tell us a lot of things. To believe in this, to believe in that, to do this, and to do that. But let me tell you this. They are nothing. They are nothing. So, they say, do 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 don't the false teachers say do 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 don't but what did paul what is what did paul teach the colossians if the false teachers say do 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 don't the apostle paul is teaching them don't 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 sabayan niyo naman ako 1 2 3 don't 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 what is Paul teaching the Colossian church? No, he's not adding extra prohibitions that the false teachers are imposing on them. No, that's not what I meant by don't, don't. He did not add, don't, also don't do this. No, not that. Instead, he is teaching the believers how to respond to these false teachers. Paul is teaching them, don't. Don't submit to them. Don't submit to their regulations. Don't submit to their prohibitions that the false teachers are imposing on you. Don't. Look at your Bibles in Colossians 2 verse 8. It says there, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Okay? Paul is teaching us, don't compromise, don't submit to them. Actually, Paul uses a very strong word for what it means to submit to this regulation. Marami sa atin says, when, uh, when we are being told to do this or to do that, they tell us there's no harm in doing these things. But sabi ni Paul, don't. And he uses a very strong Greek word, which is only used once in the whole New Testament. I won't say the Greek word anymore. But he uses the, it is translated as, don't be taken captive. Don't be taken captive. The Greek word is only used once in the whole New Testament. Hinanap ko yan. Wala. Diyan lang sa Colossians chapter 2. Which means, to be carried off as booty or captive. Okay? to be taken off as captive, being controlled. I believe Paul uses this specific word to figuratively describe carrying someone away from the truth, being and becoming a slave. Being carried away from the truth. You know, I have two kids and you will see them running around the fellowship hall and outside the lobby every Sunday. Well, let me tell you, they are always like that wherever we go. Even when we are in the malls, they run, they run to and fro. Para siyang nakawala sa haula. You know, and I always tell them, if they keep on running away in public places, a bad person might see them and might kidnap them. And I tell them, you know, if somebody kidnaps you, you you might not see mom and dad ever again. And when I remind them of that, yan, hawak na sila sa kamay ko. You know, people always say, wala naman, wala naman mawawala kung sumunod ka sa mga ganitong traditions and regulations. They say there's no danger in submitting to these things. But Paul is teaching us otherwise. He says there's a danger. There's a danger to be taken captive or kidnapped away from our Lord. There's a danger. And His word is, we will be pulled away from our Lord. So Paul taught them, don't. Don't submit to them. Don't be taken captive. Don't be pulled away from our Lord. Second is Paul also taught them, don't let these false teachers pass judgment on you. 
Look at their Bibles in verse 16. Sabi niya, Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regards to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. Why? Why did he say this? You know, when we submit to these regulations and prohibitions of the world, we are actually subjecting ourselves to be judged by the laws of this world. You know, when we are trying to be righteous through the law, then we will be judged according to the law. Romans 2 verse 12 says, For all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. So, you see, if we submit to these rules, we are subjecting ourselves to these rules as well. And brothers and sisters, here is a sad truth that we must always remember. All of us are failures and sinners according to the law. If we are going to be judged according, by the, uh, according through the Old Testament law and the Jewish law, let me tell you this, wala sa atin, ni isa, papasa. Bakit? Because the standards of God is perfection. And we know that we have sinned. But brothers and sisters, we don't have to live by the Old Testament law because our Lord has already freed us from this loss. So what is the danger of submitting to these things? When we submit to these things, we are also judged by these things. Not only by people, but we will also be judged by God. That is why the Apostle, say, Apostle Paul says, don't. One more thing. Not only will we be judged when we submit to these regulations, but the Apostle Paul also says that we will be disqualified. Don't let them disqualify you. Look at your Bibles, verse 18 and 19. It says, Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments grow with the growth that is from God. Paul is saying, when we submit to these things, we are severed from the head. And who is the head? Jesus. Why are we disqualified when we submit to these worldly regulations? Because if we do these things, we are actually trying to save ourselves. Tama ba? Takot ako eh, na hindi mangyari to sa akin, so let me do something about it. When we do this, when we submit, we deny that salvation is by grace through faith. When we submit to these things, we live by salvation through works. And so we are actually disqualifying ourselves from the salvation that Jesus freely gives to us. We try to earn it our way. And here's the sad news. Nobody can earn their Salvation. Kasi nga, nobody can pass the standards of God. Brothers and sisters, kaya beware. Beware of submitting to the regulations and prohibitions of this world. They might sound wise. They might sound harmless. But no, they will actually lead us away from our Lord. They will subject us to judgment. They will disqualify us to what God has already given to us. You know, we have all of these practices that we do. Kung tinghun, nakita ko may nagmumunwok pa. Patalikod. Bakit? We know. They tell us. But let me tell you this. When we try to earn our righteousness, when we try to earn our favor to God, from God, then we have lost it. In March 6, 1881, there was a shipwreck in the shore of Scotland. And in the boat, there were 11 people stuck 
and the waves were strong and they cannot get back to shore. And so some of the fishermen tried to help these people. They used some empty barrels as floaters and a cage to help these people on board to pull them into shore. Pull them one by one. But because the, the waves were strong, napakalakas ng alon, they had a very hard time. The first man, they say, barely made it. Barely made it. But at the end, he got to shore safely. Because they saw how hard to get one man out of the, the ship, one of the person in the ship tried to do it on his own. He grabbed into the rope, trying to pull himself into the shore. But sadly, he didn't make it. Because of the strong waves, he crashed into the rocks and he died there. In the end, they were able to save all the remaining people in the ship. Except for that one man who tried to, did it, uh, who tried to do it by himself. You know, when the captain was asked about this lost man, he said, We tried to persuade him not to attempt such useless tasks, for it was impossible, but he would not listen to us. And the captain said, And it's a shame. He was a fine fellow. He was the best man in the crew. But he was lost because he tried to save himself in his own way. Brothers and sisters, that is why the Apostle Paul is warning us, don't, don't, don't. Don't submit to the regulations and prohibitions of this world because they will only lead us to, away from the one who can truly save us. Okay, let's review. Let's review. The false teacher says, kailangan in the sound of the fifth symphony, eh? the, apostle, uh, the false teacher says, do, 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 don't, okay? Don't do this, don't do that. But the Apostle Paul teaches us, don't, 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 good job. Don't submit. Don't submit to them. Don't submit to the regulations. They might sound wise, but they will lead us away from our, our Lord. And he gives us another reason why we don't have to submit to these things anymore. Even if the false teacher says, don't, don't, don't. And Apostle Paul teaches us, don't, 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 don't. The reason is because Jesus has done, 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 done. Thank you very much. Okay. When I told my when I told my wife last night that this was my my dito. Outline, sabi niya, mag-third service na lang ako. <laughs> Why? It's so good. It's my best outline so far. You know, it might sound corny or nakakahiya, but I do this to help you remember this important truth that this world will, for, will for, uh, force us to do this and to do that. Don't eat this. Don't touch that. But they don't mean anything. And Apostle Paul is reminding us in Colossians that we don't have to submit to the world. We don't let ourselves be let, to be captive, be judged, or be disqualified. And the reason why we don't have to is because our Lord Jesus Christ has done it all for us. He has defeated the forces of this world. Therefore, we need not submit to these laws and regulations that people might force us to do. Look at your Bibles in chapter and verse 9. Chapter 2, verse 9, it says, For in Him the, wholeness, the fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in Him who is the head and all rule and authority. In Him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands 
by putting off the body of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with Him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised Him from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with Him, having forgiven all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This He set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to shame by triumphing over them in Him. You know, Paul is telling us that these OT laws being enforced to us, we don't need to submit anymore. Why? Because Jesus Christ has fulfilled them on our behalf. Jesus has done it for you. The laws of God, God knows we can never fulfill it, so He sent His Son and fulfilled each and every law of God. So that in Him, we might fi- God will find us righteous. Circumcision, we don't have to. In the Philippines, it's tradition. They say it for health reasons. But if somebody forces you to be circumcised for spiritual reasons, there's no need. Why? Because Christ was circumcised for us. Remember Luke? Right? On the eighth day, Jesus was circumcised. Why, is it, why was it so important for Luke? to tell us that Paul was uh, that Jesus was circumcised on the eighth day why to tell us that Jesus has fulfilled the laws completely even when he was a child he fulfilled the laws of God what we cannot do perfectly Jesus has done it all in fact Paul tells us that these Jewish laws These Old Testament laws are just a shadow of things to come. And the substance is Christ. Alam mo yung imagery na gusto yung palabas? You know when you are waiting for somebody in your home, maybe in your door, you're waiting for someone and then you keep on looking at the door and then finally there's a shadow. Uy, may papasok na. And it makes you excited. Darating na yung hinihintay ko. And then after the shadow, the person that you are truly waiting for has come. That is the imagery. All these Old Testament laws, these are shadows to tell you that the salvation of God is coming. When you see the the shadow of the law, you are excited. God is doing something. You're happy with that shadow. But, kung dumating ka ba? Kundumating na yung tao bearing the shadow, are you still excited about the shadow? Do you still play with the shadow? No, you hug the person that has come. This is the imagery Paul is telling us. These laws and regulations were to ready us for what is to come, but when the person has already for come, we forget the shadow, we go to the real thing, and that is Jesus Christ. You know, these laws tells us that the salvation, that salvation is coming, but not through the shadow, not through the loss, but through the Savior. Jesus has done it all for us. He fulfilled all the laws of God so that we might have righteousness in Him. He died so that our sins are forgiven. He was the one who, done it, who did it. And in baptism, sabe, we die with Him having a new life which is righteous in the eyes of God through Jesus. Jesus has done it. Why don't, bakit nina natin kailangan sundan tong Old Testament laws of righteousness or being cleansed? Because Jesus has done it for us. Now, not only has Jesus fulfilled the, the laws of God, Paul tells us that through his death and resurrection, he has also defeated the powers of this world, the powers that forces us to submit in this world. Totoo, meron yan. We see that in television. 
But Paul tells us we don't have to submit to them. Why? They're already defeated by our king. They don't have any power against us anymore. You see, Jesus is not only Lord of all. Jesus has done it all as well. So brothers and sisters, if you are in Christ, if Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, you don't have to submit to these regulations. You don't have to submit to the prohibitions of this world. You don't have to be taken captive. Jesus has already set you free. You don't have to live in judgment. God has declared you righteous in Christ. You don't have to be disqualified. Through his death, Jesus has qualified you in the eyes of God. Brothers and sisters, Jesus, our God, our Savior, has done it all. And so, therefore, only to Him we submit our all. In Him we are free from the powers of this world. In Him we are free from the laws that keeps us and that tells us that we are sinners. Jesus has done it all. So brothers and sisters, I pray that in our Christian life, as we live as Christians, the things that the world tells us to do, to make us right with God, to, make a, to have favor with the elemental spirits of this world, let us reject them. Let us neglect them. And don't ever think, there's no harm in doing this thing there is. Apostle Paul tell, already taught us about that. And to whom should we submit? To the one who has done it all for us. But you know, I understand. I understand why it is so hard not to do these things. It's so, why is it so hard to say no from doing these things? And that's pressure. Pressure from relatives, pressure from parents, from grandparents, and we don't want to. We don't want to displease them. We want to respect them. So let me give you a few things before I end this uh, message. Let me give you some tips on how we can resi resist this worldly regulation and superstitious belief that are being enforced to us. Number one, put your trust in Jesus first. You know, every time we are told to do this and to do that, the reason why we follow is because Fear captures us, tama ba? Takot tayo, paano kung mangyari? Paano nga kung talagang magkasakit yung anak ko? Paano nga kung minalas talaga ako? We live in fear. But brothers and sisters, let us remind ourselves, si Jesus, He has defeated all of these powers. And put your trust in Him only. Your fears, give it to the Lord. That's the first thing you need to do. If you haven't made Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you will definitely fear these things. But let me tell you this. If Jesus is your Lord, He is your King, He has defeated all of these powers and you do not need to fear them anymore. How do we resist submitting to the world? Number two, know Jesus and His will. Maraming times when we are told to do something, we do them anyway. Bakit? Kasi hindi naman natin alam. They say, dapat ganyan, dapat ganito. And we do them because we're not sure. Baka nga sa Bible, nakasulat yan. Baka nga sabi ni Jesus, yan, hindi ko lang na ano. So I'll, I'll listen to the expert. I'll listen to the experience of the, our, our grandparents. So if you want to resist these forces in the world, know Jesus and His will. Last week, Meron Sinabe, four things, uh, three things to please God. Bear fruit, depend on Jesus. And one more thing. Yun. There's actually one more thing. 
Nakalimutan ko, there's another participle there. It's increase in the knowledge of Jesus. Know Jesus. If you increase in the knowledge of Jesus, then yung mga ibang sabi nila, ah, kulang yung understanding mo. You have to do this and to do that. Hindi ka mauuto. So know Jesus, know Jesus and His will. And finally, live out Jesus in your life and in your family. What do I mean by this? You know, as I've been sharing, I think it's obvious na ako, as a kid, pinagdaanan ko to. Marami kaming practices and things that, to, uh, that, uh, that we do in fear. But you know, when I became a Christian, I became free of these things. But I was not free from the pressure of my parents and grandparents. They always tell me, you have to do this, you have to do that. But I actually have to say no. But you know, at the end, I'm sure uh, I was blessed by an understanding mom who protected me. When I said no, he res- she respected me. But at the end, she actually did respect my wishes not to submit to these things because she knows what is happening in my life. When I became a Christian, she knew something is different with me and she liked it. And so she does not force me to compromise in my faith. What am I saying here? If your parents are people who believes in these things and submit to these things, the more you should obey them in the other things. If sinabi niya, pakihugas naman to, wag ka nang umangal. Do it. Live Christ in your home. Kung sabi ng parents mo, can you please go to uh, accompany me into this party? Go. Why? Because if they see you obeying these things, uh, obeying them in these things, and you have to disobey them in these practices, they will understand, hey, wait. My my grandchild respects me. I know this because he does the things that I tell him to do, except for these matters of faith. So you see, if you live Jesus Christ out in your life, in your family, they know what it means. And probably, this is not a sure thing. This is just by experience. It's not the Word of God. They might give you a chance. And at the same time, you respect them. So brothers and sisters, reminder lang ng what are the, Paul, uh, what are the false teachers saying? One, two, three. Everybody, one, two, three. Do, 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 don't. But what does Apostle Paul teaches us? Don't, 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 don't. Why? Because Jesus Christ has Dun, 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 dun. Sorry, Corny. But the truth is this. Jesus has done it all. And so only to Him we submit our all. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, just want to thank you for today. We thank you, Lord, for a fun time of understanding your word. Lord, Indeed, what the Colossians faced before, we, we still are facing today. But the wonderful truth is that your word is the same today, uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And your word is eternal. So Father, help us to remember that even though we are faced with so many pressures from this world, to do this, to do that, to refrain from this, to refrain from that, remind us, Lord, that we don't have to submit to them. We submit to our Lord Jesus, our Savior. For He is our Lord, the Lord of creation and the Lord of redemption. And not only is He the Lord of all, Jesus Christ has done it all for us. So help us to live our lives in Christ alone, to trust in Him in every victory, in every challenges that we face. Let it be said for us that Jesus Christ is our one and only, our source of strength, 
our, our source of hope is Christ alone. In his name we pray, amen and amen. Oh